The following audio was recorded during a meeting of the Department of Offense. It is not suitable for children, the easily offended, or anyone with actual taste. You have been warned. Jane Goodall motorboating a gorilla's floppy milk. I would make a lot of rectangles. I could never do squares right. We all had to put pants on this week because you're here. And now it's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 87 of the Department of Offense. I'm Casey, your host. Joining me as always is Carlo. I'm here. And Eric. Hi. And Matt. Howdy doody. And then special guest Pete. Hi. And Dan. 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 <laughs> yes. Yeah, we, we, got a, we have a full studio this week, so it should be a lot of fun. A late night show, which we haven't done in a while. So this um, is, we're back to the normal time show now? I'm tired. I suppose this was the normal time. I should probably start the Mixler thing. I yeah, forgot to do that. Speaking of which, uh, we're going to do something a little different this week. Before Uh-oh. I start asking you guys how your week was and we go into it, I have a few uh, beginning of the show announcements because oh. I've, I've gotten some feedback that wow. uh, people don't always listen until the very end of the show. So I should put some stuff at the beginning. So the big thing is listen every Saturday live at blindedstudios.com slash live or find us on youtube.com slash blindedstudios because we do have a video feed going on on YouTube right now. You can see uh, Peter masturbate. You, <laughs> you can see Pete masturbate. You can see all of they our smiling this? faces. You can see except- how Neanderthalish Dan's head is. <laughs> <laughs> He's very self-conscious about it. It's okay. <laughs> That's what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> but hopefully he'll enjoy the show and come back, I'm even not- though we're assholes to him. <laughs> and, oh, and you can see how big of a crumb dumb Eric has. I have a very shiny head. I have no hair. Um, if you have any questions, <laughs> comments, or show ideas throughout the show, go ahead and send those to feedback at blindinstudios.com or shoot us a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindinstudios. Or if you're listening live, send them directly to the chat. Eric will get them and relay them to us if you want to engage in the conversation that we're talking about. Again, live stream is a great way to do that. There is an off week next week as most of us are in the woods. The woods! I whip my hand There's nothing sexual about that, I assure you. It's Peter's bachelor party. Again, nothing sexual, sexual will be Na- happening. Naked dudes Wait, in the woods. <laughs> don't worry, yeah, I don't people. think we can get a prostitute very easily on Madeline Island. Oh, yeah, you well, can. We have to sack one to and pro- bring it with <laughs> Put her in a bag. Well, who says you need a prostitute for that? You just grab any old broad off the street, put her in a bag, <laughs> yeah. and take her with you. See, there are no streets. There are no broads. <laughs> you know? There's no, no, no saying, streets and no broads. You take one from Maybe at the only, the only uh, bar we're going to go to there that is on the island, maybe they have uh, fresh sluts there for us. Fresh sluts. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Wait, are there stale sluts, Jen? <laughs> Jen, are you listening? Fresh sluts. I really fucking hope not. It's my last chance to get them fresh. Otherwise, i got to get the old ones. Okay. Poor feet. <laughs> stale sluts. Well, stale ones. Stale sluts. That is all of the beginning of the show announcements that I have for you guys. So, Carlos, we're going to start with you. As always, how was your week? It was all right. What Just did you do? Well, besides not sleeping, I played a lot of Destiny. Carlos, they, man, this this sounds a lot like last week. Yeah, it's been out two weeks. <laughs> Doing anything besides Destiny? Well, I did not. I used the bathroom <laughs> when I absolutely didn't had shower to. though. <laughs> Takes too long. It was fun though, so I, I'm having fun. <laughs> good, good. Uh, Eric, 
Well, I think the most enjoyable piece of news that I have is that Blind Ninja Studios got a new shower curtain. We did. Ooh. It's very exciting. It well, actually, Blind Ninja Studios didn't get is a new shower curtain. One? We got a new shower curtain. Well, you know, curtain. I didn't want to be like, hey, you know, like, you guys can't shower too if you need to. You know? No, they cannot. Oh, dang it, but I want to. It's they not. have their own homes to shower I set in. Up a it's webcam it's, just it's for not a communal I was going to go shower up there curtain. after the show as a bonus extra. <laughs> <laughs> bonus feature. Oh, all right, fine. Pete will go up and we'll record it. Nice. But. See, we'll only put it on great. you, porn. That's how exciting my life is. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, how is, how's it been going on your end? You went to two concerts I this did. week, right? Uh, the replacements. I'm freaking jealous, yep, man. Yep, I saw the replacements, their first show in 23 years. That was really cool. And it was at Midway Stadium. <gasps> and the then last show at Midway Stadium. The last thing to ever happen at Midway Stadium, yes. It's where the twins used it to It was be. like 15,000 people. And Wait, the tickets sold out in like The last thing ever to happen at Midway Stadium? Yep, because yep. it's getting torn down. Didn't that just get built? No, the no, no, Target, Target Field. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Midway's the very old one in St. Oh, Paul. Oh, okay, okay. And okay. now they have one in downtown St. Paul. Yeah. Lead for the Saints. And then I saw the used and taking back Sunday. Two of my high school bands. That oh, know. wow. Sounds like a great Fun. week. Yeah. Listen for my special comments on Soundwave about the used. Oh, I love you, band. Eric. Oh, did you did you guys talk about both of the concerts on Soundwave this week? Yeah, he wasn't having the other one though. No, I was like the used. You don't like the used, huh? I do not. He doesn't like, like any of that kind of music. I That's true. Do I don't even know who that is. He wasn't in high school at the time. Uh, ah, yeah, that makes I was sense. Ten years out of high school. And, and again, <laughs> I like Goober peas. So, <laughs> well, you're just you're sick and wrong, Casey. <laughs> Pete, what have you been up since the last time you've been on the show? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> just cackling. He's getting ready for <laughs> cackling. He's getting ready for. That's his right. Wedding. You're getting married soon, right? How many weeks? Three. Man, I don't have taps <laughs> queued up. I should be like. <laughs> three and a half weeks. Three and a half weeks. Huh? Yeah. Are you excited? Couple, couple days Terrified? Days. I'm excited. It's going to be a good day. Good it day. is going to be a good day. A good day for all. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, I'm really excited. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to some beer. I'm excited to leaving the ceremony to M83. That sounds fun. Hell I'm, yeah. I'm glad I wasn't invited so I can crash it and piss your girlfriend off. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got a bouncer and we're going to put a picture of you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let this bald guy He's got a picture of this on the back of his clipboard. We'll a, give him a mustache. I'll get a wig. Yeah, a wig. <laughs> Do it. Like, I'm not Eric. <laughs> I'm Enrique. And I was invited to Enrique. 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 Teach everyone to be best friend from seventh grade. Are they Enjoy just like bust into safety dance at that point? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to bust into Tiny Tim. Tip, that works. Tip, 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 <laughs> you just see him coming in the back, his tiny Tim playing. That'd be awesome. Right. Well, Dan, it's That'd your first time in the studio here, right? It is. It is. So, <laughs> Dan, tell nervous. us a little bit about Dan. Dan we we need to know about host. Dan. It's like the fifth element. <laughs> oh, man. So, I, how, how do you know Pete? Uh, I met Pete through Jen uh, about six years ago, I'd say. Yeah, we've been together that long, Dan. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> so, also, you two are getting married. You two are getting married. That's Jen, legal in this state, I think. Jen doesn't know what this is. <laughs> yeah, so the papers are really them, too. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I met, I met Pete uh, about six years ago. I met Pete through Jen. I don't remember the first time I met Pete or Jen, but I know it was a good time. 
I probably <laughs> met you around that long ago too, but never really hung out. With yeah, you. I, I hung out with you one time, Matt, at uh, Emma's bar, and I think it was from Paul. I'm Trevor. pretty sure everyone has a story of the first time they hung out with Matt at Emma's bar. Probably. Yeah. Well, Paul, Paul Turner was like, "You get Dan, you got to meet this guy named Matt. He looks just like you." And I was like, "Oh, all right." And I met you, and I was like, "Holy shit, you do look like me." Do and I look, look much like? thinner. <laughs> Much he has a Neanderthal face. I can't answer yeah. this. <laughs> oh, I, you got a long that's, head, Dan. That's, <laughs> was that that's more of a Paleolithic man? Was that uh was that uh what's a uh, Lumberg's barn that we would had parties in? I'd, Who's barn? Really? Yeah, that was Lumberg's. Were you there? I was at a couple. He was of there those. a couple times. I don't recognize. And I mostly remember Paul playing uh that one uh Nine Inch Nails song uh the two of us together or something, and it's just like he's going way into it. Just the <laughs> Two of us. us. <laughs> we oh, can I wanna be like common people. That's yeah, oh, that's yeah. Paul. Oh, we were thinking of different songs. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was thinking of a song. MC Air. <laughs> well, Dan, it's it's great to have you here. You're, you're a beer you. drinker, right? Yes. All right, good. So when we get to the uh, beer tasting aspect of this show, we'll you'll be able to lend your palate and give us some interesting feedback, right? Yes. I no do. pressure. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, this week uh, has actually been really interesting for me. Uh, it started with uh, Kelsey's fashion show. We all went. Uh, I yep. think everybody here was there, except for Dan. I didn't see Dan there. Mm-mm. Oh, Dan. But uh, what do you guys think of Kelsey's fashion show this year? Carlos, right. we're going to start with you, because you had the most critical things to say last year. <laughs> yeah. I, and you know, this year, the biggest thing was that Matt, it's okay. She doesn't listen. Matt dropped the ball. Yeah, Matt did most, drop you, the ball. That's what kind of you talk about that. I read it wrong. I'm sorry. How could you? How could Why you would I do blue steel? I was not on the runway. That makes no sense at all. Okay, so I sent Matt a text message earlier in the day. I might have even sent it I on air. I thought it said Carlos is going to And I said, hey, Carlos says you should do blue steel. And you're like, yeah, that sounds awesome. And we get there, and we're watching Matt, and we're like, oh, man, Blue Steel is going to happen. And Blue Steel did not happen. So for those of you who are living under a rock, Blue Steel is from what movie, Carlos? Zoolander. Zoolander. Hey, they're going to make a sequel. They are. Zoolander 2. That's awesome, actually. I'm excited. Blue Steel. Return. Somebody should do the Blue Steel under the webcam right now. Then do the Blue Steel in the red. I can't. Nobody can see me. Just... Pete, give me a blue steel. Blue steel? No, it's got to be Dan because he's right. turning his head. I there. can't because I don't like Zoolander. Fine, hang on, hang on. Wow, dude, how can I'm... you not like having gasoline fights? Look, Casey's got it. That's blue steel. <laughs> that is so blue steel. Yeah. He's been working on that for years. So uh, yeah, Matt dropped the bar, the ball on that. Uh, you know, he I, dropped the bar of soap on that one. But I, I will say that the outfit that Matt was wearing was quite fetching. Oh my god, yeah, it, was it was so very, cool. Very you cute. looked just like Shia LaBeouf. You did look a whole lot like Shia LaBeouf. From uh, Shia LaBeouf. Lawless, right? That was the name. Yeah, Lawless. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, well, yeah that's no. That's the time I, period Kelsey was going for. You know, I, I, I feel like she really hit it on the head this year. Yep, it this was, is by far, her, by far her best one, for sure. I I will agree with that. Um, I also... Yeah, just, except for that Matt person. <laughs> I, I also really like the, the little kid in the baseball. The baseball oh, yeah. yeah but I, I also yeah. feel like he missed an opportunity by not, like, point... Like, he, <laughs> yeah, he, he was wearing, ball. like, a Babe Ruth He was already nervous jersey. enough to hold the bat. Like I know, that. but, like, if he would have pointed out, like, just the bravado and shit there, I think he would have gotten, like, a standing out. I'll yeah. be honest. Oh, yeah. I had no idea what his shirt said. Until it said Ruth. Ruth. Yeah. 33. I, I couldn't read it until, like, later. Mm. It was an afterthought. It was. It we was heard the story. Yeah, it was an afterthought. But the worst part about the day was Please. everyone bailed so early. Well, let's be yeah, honest. I the alcohol table was surrounded by wasps. 
Yeah, but I was one with the bees. You were one with the bees. <laughs> bees knees. You were the bees knees. You had to become one with them, otherwise so they'd kill you. Pete, Pete and I were bartending through the entire event, and there was a wasp nest or a bee's nest or something around us, and so the entire day we were just surrounded by bees. Yeah, I killed like 10 of them. They Some, kept coming. I did not kill any. Because I was well, they landed the in my drink, and I just scooped them out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You're done. I did that a few times. Actually, uh, when, when they would land in the shaker, I would just shake them up with the drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that little girl didn't care at all. She's like, ew. I'll still drink it. <laughs> it's protein, bro. We were making these drinks called, uh, they were called the Bee's Knees. It was a, uh, a honey good. simple syrup, gin, and lemon. And it was freaking good. They they were they were I really it was good. a lime. <laughs> no, it was a lemon. Dude, you ruined the recipe. <laughs> he couldn't figure out a drink to save his life. Yeah, he's like, I was asking him like, hey, can I get a coke? And he's like, hey, Casey, how do I make a coke? <laughs> Casey, what do I do with this one? <laughs> oh, it's a coke. In all honesty, though, that was me last year. Yeah, it was. It was. I, I, every year, like my my second or my assistant bartender doesn't know how to make any of right, the beverages. Next time, I'll bartend. Next year, I'll bartend. No, but then you'll know how to make things. I know, you'll, it, you'll actually I'll expect break, a tip. I'll break the curse. No, I wouldn't expect a tip. I'll do it for the free booze. No, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was it was great. I made so many beverages. I made myself fun. a bunch of old fashions. Yeah. I, I bought myself a new muddler because that was important. You made me like a triple old fashioned. Like I the did. The first one I had, I was like, whoo. Well, that's how I was making them for myself. <laughs> yeah. I figured that's yeah, what well, you wanted. That's what I wanted, yeah. <laughs> I had a bunch that's of mojitos that day. That was nice and tasty. Yeah, well, uh, Kelsey's mom had a fresh mint plant there, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, should we talk about the beer? What you beer? guys, you guys, you need to finish that beer. You need to finish that. I just poured it. Oh, okay, okay, good. I need the beer. To oh. it, I will. Uh, will you hand some of that Citra Session Ale over here while while the beer is going around the table, so we make sure everyone has some? I'll read a bit about the beer because that's the thing I can do. Here you go, Carlos. Just open that one because it's going to get drunk. Because this is good. Reload. Damn it. All right. Well, my beer advocate crashed, so I got to go to the website. Beer advocate coming up. You have a bathroom down here? Uh, it's at the top of the stairs. Oh, no. <laughs> Not so down the top now. of the stairs. If, if you got to go, go quick. Well. Uh, we used to take a, a break in the middle of the shows just for that reason. In fact, uh, there, the first time we had Pitchfork on the show, we had to stop in the middle of the show because everyone had to pee. Fuck you. It's the thing with these beer shows. Beer advocate might, <laughs> be, right. might be down. Uh, no, I, I just, I just I'm, got I'm there. I'm on the main site, but I'm trying to um, search, and the search isn't coming up. Is it down? This smells like yeah, I'm getting. All right, give me a bottle then. Right 502 air. Right right is that an empty bottle? Give me that. <laughs> no, I, uh, this is a almost empty bottle. All right, well, here. Top her off there and give me the empty one. We'll figure this out. We're professionals. This does not seem very professional right How now. How does this not seem professional? This is all totally professional. Our We're internet's getting, up. Eric We're getting just, drunk. Eric just spilled beer on this keyboard. I mean, oh, shit. Like, how well, his keyboard? No, that's my keyboard. keyboard. <laughs> it was only a phone bubble. It was only a phone bubble. Okay. Uh, so the beer that we have in front of us is uh, Citrus Session uh, IPA from Green Flash. It's, a, it's their Hop Odyssey Epic Journey limited release. Um, on the bottle, it says, we believe in continuously evolving. This means crafting and sharing special release and experimental brews to inspire and enlighten your palate. Our passion for hops presents infinite possibilities. We are constantly exploring new hop varieties, fresh combinations, and innovative brewing methods. 
All right, so this is a Golden Session IPA with citrus notes. Uh, you're going to see uh, lemon, orange, and grapefruit. It comes in at 4.5% and 45 IBUs and is brewed with 100% citra hops. And citra is one of my favorite hop varieties just because of those. Uh, you get you usually get a lot of the orange and grapefruit and just a hint of the lemon. It's a fantastic flavored hop. And it seems like this is a very simple beer to bring that out. Carlos, what do you think? It's not bad. Uh... What do you smell? Give me an aroma here. Hops. <laughs> that's what I smell. Do, do you pick out any like specific aromas though? Oh God, no. No. no okay. No, that's that's You're fine. Asking that's the wrong person for I, that. No, I know, but I'm trying to evolve your palate as the we fact go that on I here. can smell hops. Really you realize this is episode 87. We've been doing this for 87 weeks. How about you let somebody that knows what they're talking about? No, Carlos can go first. We got this. So uh, yeah, it smells like uh, smells like hops. That's fine. You no, know, I would say it smells like Citra. Okay, that's that's fine. I did not just I, read the label and just how, how, how does that. it taste? How does it taste? You know, actually, I'm not that big a fan of the taste. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, it's not. The, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but it's not the direction I pref- the way I prefer most IPAs. How, how would you like it instead? Hmm. I think the only thing I can think of is a little drier. It seems it seems a little sweet for my opinion. Yeah, it is. Uh, or my palate. It could use a. I can breathe. A little bit drier taste to it. And okay, it, and it's like a little. Uh, I don't know how to say it. Like a little light on the tongue. Okay. Yeah, light mouthfeel. Yeah. There you it's go. A little too light for okay. an IPA. Right. Eric. Um, instantly the smell you can smell like the grapefruit rind, not like the actual fruit itself. Um. It's got a good bitterness, like to the smell too. Like you can, you can smell that citra, and you can definitely tell yeah. that citra. Um, like Carlos said, though, like it does have kind of a, a light mouth feel. It feels very kind of watery. Um, I think it tastes good though. Uh, it definitely is citra hop. You can, you can taste that full front. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Like you were saying about the sweetness, I don't know. It's it's good well, to me. Carlos, what would you rate it out of a uh, hundred? Out of a hundred. Yeah. Or fine, give me a give me out of ten. Out of ten. I'd give it a eight point two. So okay, so eighty two. Yeah, that'd be an eighty two. <laughs> I can do numbers out of a hundred too. All right, good for you. Uh Eric? <laughs> um out of a out of ten. Out or a hundred. Whatever 10, you want to do. Ten or a hundred. I I'd give it a I'd give it a solid eighty. Eighty? Okay. 82, Matt, what do you think? Uh, this scotch ale, it's pretty, uh, good. Uh, you're drinking the scotch instead of the... Uh, no, I had some, I was just kidding. Uh, I had some of the, the IPA. It tastes like an IPA. Um, yeah. Nothing special for the, you? The, there isn't anything really defining in it for me. Yeah. I don't know. There, I can usually taste the difference, but I'm sure it's a 90. Uh, out, out, out of 100? Uh, eight, yeah. All right. 80. 80. All right, Dan? Let's get your discerning palate in on this. Oh, God. Uh, we, we talked it up a bit, and so now let me down, please. Uh, well, there was uh, a good hop to it. Uh, I hate to admit, but uh, when I first tried it, I uh, stuck my tongue out. Yeah, that's, but that's I completely... do like hops. I'd give it a 7.8. Okay. Right. 7.8 out of 100, huh? Yep. Yeah. Well, it's all right. I mean, the aroma. I get the, uh, the cat urine. Smell? <laughs> Actually, there 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 is a bit of cat piss in there. Yeah. Yeah. The smell. The, the, I get the that cit- right the, away. Like Citra and Simcoe are are in Simcoe are very uh, notorious for cat piss. It's good flavor. 
I'd give it a sixty-nine. So, so you're saying 69. that they, yeah. you just wanted to say sixty-nine, yeah, didn't you? I would give it a. I would give it a seventy. But take, a sixty-nine. Take one for the cat piss. Yep. So give it. All a right. Um. I. I think this is this beer is very two-dimensional. All you taste is citra. Yeah. Um. um and right. it needs a better malt bill to bring up uh, something sweet to back up that. That's that why citrus I flavor. It, I gave it something a bit. Uh, yeah, I I would I would give it in the uh, in the seventy eighties where we've been uh, hitting. It has a ninety on BA, I and I'm not I'm that. not quite sure why. Granted, I mean it's it's a good beer, but if I'm if I'm looking for a session pale ale or a, or a session IPA, I want something that has a bit more body to it. Yeah. I want something that yeah. it seems like I'm drinking an IPA that's 4.5%. Yeah. I don't want this uh, hop water. I, th- I think it may be because Green Flash has such a huge following among you know beer people, because Green Flash, they make good shit. I've and never so heard of I them think, before. I don't get me wrong. If you haven't tried uh, Citra Hops, this is a great yeah. beer oh, yeah. where you will just so taste Citra. Nine- that's all you get. Does the nine have a lot to do with the same kind of uh, dogfish head before we could get it here? Yeah, like everybody was I think fucking so. flipping out over it. Yeah, and you, now you, it's you, here. You I haven't that. even seen you drink it once. Oh, we well, we did an entire dogfish head show. Okay, yeah, that, but, I was gone for that. But since then, yeah. I, I figured well, that'd be like all you're drinking no, now that we can get it here. I, so dogfish head was built up and built up and built up, and I tried it, and I was extremely underwhelmed because it was it was uh shortly after the uh the west trip i took yeah 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 um and when you have better like when, when i when i had you know russian river yeah, right. lagunitas from the source uh cascade all that stuff and i came back and i tried dogfish head and it just made me so so sad there are a few dogfish heads that are astounding well I we think. we had one last yeah. week that was fantastic right. i but really enjoyed it which one was that one that was uh it i, I we just I threw away it. the bottle yeah I it was the it was. uh the combination one yeah, yeah. It, it was it was like a cider and a beer oh yeah and right. it was it was it was really yeah. good i i like some of the the more esoteric things like the historical beers that they do the Midas Touch. The Midas Touch, which you you only drank a shit ton of that because it was so cheap. It was like what five ninety nine a yeah, four pack or something. It. Yeah, it was it was really cheap, but I did like it. And the distributor mispriced it, and so <laughs> Divine was selling it for a song. Yeah, yeah. They, like for a half, for a nine or ten yeah. percent beer. It was like half of what they were uh, should have been charged. Yeah, for like a couple week period, like I actually was getting drunk. <laughs> Carlos is like, I haven't been drunk in ages. This is great. I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's while. Netflix. I didn't want to open. I just opened Netflix on my iPad, guys. So we're gonna watch uh, Netflix now. All right, show's over. Bye. <laughs> All right. Well, I think if we're done talking about the beer, that means can I smoke in your basement? Are we able to smoke down here? <laughs> I need a cigarette. Nicking, nicking hards with Casey. That's we're gonna you. talk about some news now. <laughs> some news. We're going to let those banjos go. I, I was kind of like the yeah, banjos go. All right. Uh, a Pennsylvania man has been charged with making three 911 calls to report bogus emergencies. After the third call, police showed up and arrested him for abusing the 911 system. When asked why he kept making calls, 53-year-old Gregory Schaefer said that he was lonely and just wanted the paramedics to show up and be his friends. Wow, that is a... Uh, that's sad. It uh, is a little sad. Did you take him to jail so he could make a bunch wah, of friends wah. there? They did. <laughs> to prison? No, they just took he him to jail. some very close friends. 
probably somebody's bitch now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he'll be the sad person that keeps dropping the soap in the prison showers and just hopes that somebody comes there. Yeah. Um, People do that on purpose? Oh. <laughs> so you have the smoking thing. If you absolutely have to, it's okay this one time. We'll let it slide. Uh, apparently. Wait, did he just... Yes, because I don't want to stop he, the show. For real? Did he? Yes, there's an ashtray there. Go I for can't. it. You sure? Uh, apparently, Barbie has learned a few new tricks this year. Uh, Talina Woods, age 25, from Wales, recently purchased a Life in the Dreamhouse talking Barbie doll for Ooh. her daughter. Uh, the toy is supposed to you say phrases from <laughs> are taken from uh, the Barbie web series, Life in the Dreamhouse. But this particular Barbie apparently had another program response. What uh, the fuck? Uh, nice. That is the program response from the Barbie. That is not for me. I do not support the word fuck. Oh, you guys can't light them. Whose fault is that? <laughs> he got us good. He got us good. <laughs> I just gave them permission to smoke, and they can't light a fucking cigarette. I, I, Dan, I, your lighter? <laughs> I was really hoping the Barbie would have said, like, uh, was, like, making moaning sounds or something. Oh, like that would have been doll. so much better. Like, the talking sex doll got switched around with the fucking Barbie doll. Yeah, that would have been great. Just absolutely awesome. Uh... Talina apparently heard the phrase while her daughter was playing with the doll and immediately took it away, saying that the Barbie had been bad. Other people who heard Naughty the fr- Barbie. Right? Other people who heard the phrase in question are saying that the Barbie is really saying off the hook. Can you make off the hook what the fuck? Off the hook. Like, does that what even make fuck? any sense? Off the hook. What the fuck? Nope. No, they don't sound any OTH, WTF. Well, wait, is it just this one person that's hearing this? Yeah. Then maybe they're cra- they're. A little I'm crazy. pretty sure they're just crazy. I need more beer because this is important. <laughs> Pardon me. This news is, is so depressing. I need to drink right? more. Uh. How can Barbie say the word fuck? Oh no, I poured that too Fucking vigorously. Barbie! All right, uh, Australian model Sarah Marie Summer currently has a bra size of 8M. Did we talk about her before? We have not talked oh, about her before. Eight M. Eight M. Is that as big as this table? I think that's that's, like a, that's huge. That's it's like huge. having a two blimps in a bra. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Why did Barbie never get pregnant? Oh no, she did. There's because Ken doesn't Barbie. have any genitals. Because no. Ken always came in a box. Oh. <laughs> did you just make that up? He always came in a box, no. Carl. No. <laughs> Carl. Carl. <laughs> Carl. He always came in a box, Carl. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good Coral meme right there. I think we just... It already was one. (laughs) Right? Uh, (laughs) All right. So Sarah is believed to have the largest fake breasts in Australia. But 8M is not big enough, damn it. uh, Sarah told Australia's Women's Today magazine that they aren't quite big enough, and she wants another augmentation. She have one of the back braces where she so she doesn't like fall. She almost needs one. Like I was looking at this picture. picture? Yeah, they're they're nasty. Look look it up. Uh, It's it's Sarah Marie Sumner. M A I R E Sumner. Summer. Um. Okay. I uh, I ain't gonna lie. I I'd hate it. Uh, (laughs) Sarah said. Well, you're definitely not as bad as you think. It could be worse. It could be worse. It's going to be worse. It's going to be worse. So Sarah said, I want to look silly, and I want to be huge. They make people smile, and that makes me happy, so that can't be a bad thing. Sarah is currently 23 and had her first uh, augmentation at 17. 
And this new legal? one will be her fourth. Yeah, it's legal if the parents say it's okay. Okay. Uh, an 18-year-old Texan, uh, Papa Murphy's employee, is balls deep <laughs> into trouble, guys. Ooh. Uh-oh. Ooh. Apparently, employee Austin Simmons was ticked that a customer ordered a stuffed crust <laughs> Hawaiian pizza just minutes before close. So Austin added a special ingredient. His balls. Oh, no. Ah. Austin. <laughs> Wait, like his balls? Or like he just rubbed his balls? He rubbed his balls on them. That's, that's, not, could that's not way better if he boobs. actually cut his balls off and then added them as a people. Oh, that would have just been nasty. This is nasty. not news. Okay. How many times How is this not news? Sarah Sumner like <laughs> walk around a corner and knock something off? <laughs> <laughs> like she's just like walking through a china shop and knocking shit off of the she has shelf like, of her tits. <laughs> like she has the, the same problem with her boobs that I have with my boner. It's like just that old guy from Road Trip. Can't control it. <laughs> <laughs> I see you, baby. Shake that ass. My boner gets in the way. Uh, so yeah, uh, <laughs> on, on the glass like crystal thing. Oh, I haven't thought of that in a long time. I see you, baby. <laughs> Austin rubbed his balls all over the pizza uh, within view of the customer. That's right, within oh, view what? of the customer. Wow, you know, I would say that that takes balls. That's, <laughs> right? a, big, that's a big fuck you don't order last minute. <laughs> right? The customer then asked Austin how old he was. Austin replied, 18. So uh, you're old enough to know better than to put your balls on someone's pizza, right? Austin's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Cops were then called. <laughs> Stupid Austin. Right, uh, and Austin was, or Austin has been charged with tampering with a cus, uh, a consumer product. What are you doing? Sorry. See you, baby. Put that shit on silent. <laughs> we don't own the rights for that. I was trying to get the shaking that ass part. <laughs> we have moved on. <laughs> that was so we haven't. Five seconds ago, bro. <laughs> Sorry, your internet's going slow, ass. Nah, I'm pretty sure it's your fault. Uh, But yeah, for the record, Austin really is sorry that he put the balls on the pizza. He did not want to get caught. We forgive him. It's okay. Well, he did not want to get caught. That doesn't mean he's sorry. He's sorry he got caught. Right. I wouldn't be sorry if I put my balls on some asshole's pizza. Why would he be sorry he got caught? No, this this guy is not an asshole. All he did was come in before close and order a fucking pizza. How about come? It didn't say. And it's, it doesn't it? matter. If you're not closed, he can come in and order a fucking pizza. You know, the thing is, he, yeah, he, can, he, he, he can, but he's just being He didn't order it delivery either. If you come he into just, a restaurant. He, he was there to pick it up. So, I mean, they no. didn't have to deliver. Yeah, but no. They don't deliver. You know, it, it's, it's fucking Papa Murphy's. They, it takes them 10 minutes to make a fucking pizza, it, if that. Does it even take them that long? No, it doesn't. Yeah. So, if he comes in 30 seconds before close, at most, he's 10 minutes behind schedule. Is that really a big enough deal yeah, to put your balls probably, on a pizza? He probably still has well, uh, I've put all my balls his shit on put away already, too. Less. So, Where have you worked? So I make sure I have never ordered pizza <laughs> from those locations. I worked at Papa John's in high school. <laughs> Did you actually put your balls on a pizza? No, Did but you uh, burn we, your actually, balls? we dropped a couple uh, dough balls in the toilet once because somebody was being a real, real big asshole. And then, so we went in the back and we took the, the dough, we rubbed it all in the inside of the toilet, <laughs> put it in the water, and then went out there and slapped uh, his pizza out. Oh, shit. How is he being sir. an asshole? Uh, well, because he called and um, he was like, oh, yeah, I ordered pizza like 45 minutes ago and it's not here yet. And I looked up on the thing and he ordered his pizza like 15 minutes ago. And I was like, dude, you only ordered like 15 minutes ago. And he's like, no, it was like 45 minutes ago and I want new pizza. Let me talk to your boss. You know, like that kind of thing. 
And then, like, the boss comes back and, like, is, like, trying to yell at us even though, like, we're correct. Like, the guy only orders pizza, like, 15 minutes beforehand. So we took his dough balls and wiped them on the inside of the toilet. That seems like an asshole thing to do for a pizza well, yeah. pizza. He shouldn't pizza be an asshole. Ass. I feel bad but for it, that guy. And again, my brother and I ordered pizza when we were in uh, Dakota Dunes from uh, from a pizza place. And they, they closed at, like, their website They cl- said they closed at midnight. They closed at midnight, but they stopped doing delivery at 10. Oh, that sucks. Right? That. And so we yelled at them and left them a bad Google review. I would, too. Like, if you're going <laughs> to... Close, you close the inside of your store at 10 and you deliver till 12. Yeah, that yeah. would make more sense. That makes yeah. more sense. But they're like, no, no, no. We only deliver until 10. I want to I want to give That's them a really bad Google weird. review. Well, right th- this this is a town that only had one bar, and that bar closed at 10 on a Saturday. So... So why would the pizza place be open till midnight if everything? Is- I don't know. Wouldn't that be the prime time people just get home from the bar? Ooh, I'm really hungry. I should get some delivery. Who gets home from the bar at ten? Well, if the bars close at ten, I well, guess you, you do. If you go to bed, you start drink. You start drinking at two p.m. Right, and then you leave the bar. Ah, uh, it's it's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, and brighter news: Oktoberfest kicks off uh, in Munich today. Achtung, baby. Uh, the world-renowned beer festival one will run from there. now, uh, September 20th, until October 5th. we will get there. Yes, one day we will get there. Right, and we will broadcast from there, and it'll be awesome. We should broadcast from Emma's some night. We should. Can we? We should facilitate I ask, that. I can ask Lynn. Yeah. Uh, at the festival, if you're lucky enough to attend, you can expect to pay up to 1350 American for a liter of beer, which I ran the numbers. Seems like an okay deal yeah. to me. Uh, one liter is thirty three point eight ounces. Yeah, when you look at, I'll a pay thirteen fifty yeah. for a oh, liter yeah. of beer. Yeah, that that's, seems okay to me, right? That's like almost four pints. So, so will it stay cold? 13. No, that's that's like two pints. A pint is sixteen ounces. Is, is so you're paying, yes. you're paying like almost seventeen to seven dollars a pint. Basically. Yeah. Well, but yeah. you're also buying extremely delicious. That's true. Real German. Plus, you're beer. you're you're at October yeah, Oktoberfest. Yeah. So like, and it's and it's probably so if it's if it's thirteen fifty, you're looking at like what seven euros, eight euros. Yeah, uh, not terrible. Uh, a liter. Oh, uh, another another thing I saw the uh, the world record for uh, liters of beer carried in steins has been broken. Oh yeah. Yeah, a guy in Germany broke it. Uh, he carried 23 uh, glass liters of beer, 40 meters. Oh, goddamn. 40 meters. That's a That's long a way. Lot. So how, I, would, I wonder how many you can... What kind of person could walk? He, he, had, he had like he had eight in up. each hand. And then... And then, then no, no, no. And then stacked up on top of those 16, he had the rest of them. Oh, that's balanced. No, wait, I wonder how yeah. much he spilled. He stacked them up himself. I, probably not. Because if, I mean, if somebody else has to sack it up for you, that's bullshit. How is that bullshit, Carlos? You, you carry no twenty three well, liters. Because the thing, the thing is, is like you have a bartender that's pouring the beers for you, and you're the server. And this guy is probably a but he should stack them himself. No, you have the bartender stack it for you. No. Okay. Well, I want to see. I want to see. It Carlos. should be a world record. I want to see Carlos get four liters of beer, stack them together. And no, walk then them. yeah, and, and carry them one meter. Yeah. I yeah, challenge because they, they hand them out, so one will go in your hand, another one will go in your hand, another one will go in your hand, and then you got the other hand, they're all filling up. You can't up. do it, Pete. And then as they're filling up the other <laughs> pints, the bartender will set them on top. Oh, then the bartender just playing to the special camera. mention in the Guinness no. World Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. If you're making a group the effort, bar- the bartender, then it should be a group effort. The bartender can have a footnote. He can have a footnote. In that no. Thank you, bartender. Any monkey can stack glasses. Exactly, but 
it should still be him. No, it should be on him. No, to carry to carry those twenty three glasses stacked upon each other. So it's not a solo 40 job. Forty meters. It's not a solo job. The carrying and the delivery of those beers is a solo job. And does it actually? Does he set them down on a table, or does he just like? Is it was it forty meters before he dropped them? No, he he carried them forty meters, and well, then even if he dropped them, he still carried them forty. meters. He still carried them forty well, meters. The, the it doesn't world, matter. Then you're just wasting. That's just. A, that's Do you know how was. far forty meters is, Carlos? You're Too the far. most difficult man on earth. I'm just saying that maybe if he had like set them down on a table and like actually served them, all right, you know that'd be I guess world record right there. But you know, you walk forty meters and then just drop them. Really? You're just mad you didn't get any beer, aren't you? I'm just. I think I have a point here. I, think I don't think. Where's you your mallet to call an end to that? Where are the people in the chat complaining about Carlos's point? My dad says that Carlos needs to shut up because his point's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but the bartender does deserve a footnote. He, I'll, I'll give you that, but only if he stacked more than twenty-three glasses. Yeah, well, you know, because I'm imagining Duke gets up there and he puts his hands out. And there's twelve beers in uh, or there's six eight. eight well, it, was, it, was, it was like six or eight in yeah, each hand, and, and, and then the rest of them were the rest of them. Uh, But I mean, you got to imagine how freaking impossible that is. Yeah, but uh, uh, all, all of that falls right. on the server. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, like can you, uh, Matt, imagine you, nope. ca- yeah, serving that many pints at once? I think Dude. I can get five uh, pints, maybe. We've cleaned up. We've cleaned up down here trying to carry like six pint glasses, and pint we have glasses, to take two trips. And you have to take two trips. <laughs> Could you imagine? Carrying liters of beer, I mean, but a, they have handles at least. Liter. If we had handles on these glasses, Casey, I'm sorry that all. Fine, we'll start getting liter glasses so you can carry 23 of them. The stairs. We hand me. Actually, I want the Scottish Ale. Um, <laughs> do we have any other things to say about Oktoberfest? What was the no. previous world record? I wish I was there. You know? I, I, I was, don't know, but it, it was it was, was it was held by a woman. Yeah, I think it was 19. Uh, is what she did, and she was, was it a really, really good-looking woman. I remember seeing this like two years ago. Oh yeah, like blonde German busty woman carrying nineteen okay. beers at one time. Um, I'm just gonna say this before we get too far in here. Uh, the second beer that we have going around is the uh, Thistle Scottish Ale from Pitchfork. And I think it's, it might be my oh, favorite one wait. of theirs. It's it's a delightful beer. There's thistle in it. No, no, that's just what they call it. Oh. Because thistle, the uh, the, the, is the national flower. It's of the national flower of Scotland. Is the thistle? Speaking of national uh, Scotland and national flowers, who is pissed off that Scotland didn't get their independence I'm from the UK? So didn't, angry about that. Wait, did Scott was Scotland voting for? Or yeah, was, Scott, Scotland, Scotland voted, for and they voted to stay. Yeah, yeah. it was like fifty nine percent voted fine. to stay. That's fine. I well, don't yeah, know why would you be pissed? Fine. I mean, it's their choice. Yeah, but when they did the pre-poll, it was 51% wanting to leave. Why yeah. does it matter? Because when England gets smaller, the rest of us get happy, yeah. especially those who used to be colonies and, and like also, us. And also, I mean, you got to figure this is thousands of years of, of history in the British yeah. Isles. Of, yep, and trying to and they've been assholes to Scotland forever. Yeah, they, they and then they discovered it. oil there, and they were still assholes yeah. to Scotland. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's why they, that's why they wanted to. So start. you're saying it's like in train spotting when they go out to see the great outdoors and they all get pissed off at each other. Yeah. It's like, we're all shite. We're more than shite. We're shite with the shite that... Britain pisses out. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. That's well. So I, uh, <laughs> yes. John, John Oliver. Uh, do you guys? I don't know if any of you watch uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. It's it's an HBO show. It happens every every uh, Sunday. John Oliver hosts it. He's he's a British comedian. And last week they were talking about the Scottish thing, and he's like, yeah. 
even even the flags in England don't like Scotland. So what happened was uh, to show solidarity to Scotland, they were going to fly the Scottish flag over Parliament. And while they were raising the flag, the flagpole broke. <laughs> I'm pretty sure what Scotland would like as solidarity is all the nukes be taken off Scotland. That's well, yeah. That that's Scot that's Scotland's biggest thing is they don't want any nukes there anymore. Yeah, Scotland's no nukes, very, no, no nukes, weapons. no. You know, Actually, I really I liked how like uh, no nukes, no nukes. Like there was like a there was talk to get like the move to uh, somewhere else in Britain. And but there's no room in Britain. Well, like, uh, so like they had a spot set out, and they're going to move it there. But then uh, the politicians were, said, "No, we're not going to do that because it's too close to uh, 500,000 people." When I mean, not too, like two uh, city with like 250,000. Meanwhile, the city by in Scotland that's nearby <laughs> has double that. <laughs> <laughs> the Brits hate the Scottish, but they still want to control them. I. Like, I think it's really just the British Empire wanting to control what it has left. It's like we have, like, four or five countries left. We just need this. Well, think about it. What if here, what if certain states went independent? See, no, I, I think it'd be more like if Puerto Rico was like, we don't want to be a, we don't want to be part of America anymore. And I don't think very many people huh. care here. Yeah, we, one nobody in, would One care. in four Americans want their state to be out of the Union. One in four? What do you think? What do you think of that? Yeah, I think that's twenty five percent, and it doesn't matter. It's not fifty percent. What if? Like what if that twenty five percent is all in three states? Yeah, what, then they can what leave. If, what if one of those states then is what? Texas? Then they have zero economy. That's so you know, true, it man. only takes nine hours to drive around just England. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Well, yeah. it takes four and a half or five to cross this fucking state. Yeah. Well, I've I've driven like what what is it till Milwaukee from here? Is it five hours? Five ish. Yeah, it's it's like seven ish to Chicago. I, I know. I know. I know. It's like four to Madison. And that's only this tiny little chunk. Yeah, we, we've. Uh, my family has driven across the entirety of Texas, and that takes you about thirteen and a half hours. Uh, we we drove to uh, the West and Coast, and that like took us twenty five. Right. Yeah, you can See, fit like four Texases in Alaska. Oh yeah. See, and and that's one thing too. Like I hate when European people complain about America's like. Oh, you have no culture because you don't speak like four languages or whatever. No, it's like, but well, every every state has its own culture. Yeah, every our, region yeah, exactly. has its own and culture. That's what they don't understand, and they don't even realize how big America is compared to their shitty yeah. little European Union. <laughs> hey, well, <laughs> I won't we quite go that far. Well, but I'm, I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking pro-American. Uh, Germany, we really like you, especially Germany. our uh, German listeners. Germany you guys are awesome. <laughs> About, your I'm little countries are not those, shitty. I'm talking about those countries like France. Yeah, and like, like, uh, uh, but they like have Portugal. croissants. But we don't have croissants. Croissants. I have croissants at work. Monsieur yeah, ben you have Burger King croissants. They're good. No, yeah. they're not. No, they're not. What has France done to you? Rolls. Uh, France has uh, sat around and become a bunch of pussies since like, we uh, liberated them from the. How has that affected you personally? <laughs> it hasn't. I just like to talk shit. <laughs> Well, should we uh, dive into our discussion topic for the evening? Do we yeah, have one? Probably we should. do. I do have one. So uh, we're going to continue our problems in craft beer. And this week we're going to uh, do a topic I like to call uh, flagship fatigue. And it really describes uh, two aspects of craft beer. Uh, one is breweries that only serve the same three or four beers every time you're there with an occasional seasonal. We've all experienced those, I know. Uh, the other one is breweries that 
are all, all breweries having the same three or four styles on tap. So any brewery you go to is going to have a pale ale, a brown ale, and some like they're they're all just gonna have the same thing no matter what brewery. I want you go some to. lagers. Well, yeah, some people want that. I yeah. well, and that, and, that, and that's what we're gonna talk about. So uh, the first question is, Carlos, uh, do you get sick of seeing the same beers at every at every location? I'll be honest, that really is not a problem that ever occur- happens to me. You yeah. don't go to a lot of breweries, nope. though, do you? I don't no. see why it would be a problem, though, because that is basically the craft brew scene. The same beers over and over. Well, the same styles of beers usually. I I disagree. I feel yeah, like I it uh, the craft the craft brew scene started with innovation, and I feel like it's stagnated in a lot of ways. So you don't really get tired of seeing the same beers over, so, or, really, well, the same styles over. It's not and over. exactly a problem that occurs that happens okay. to me. So, all right, um, Eric, what about you? Uh, I would say, yeah, like sometimes I do get tired of just going and seeing, okay, there's five different companies and five different IPAs and then like maybe two different, you know, something else. It's like, dude, there are so many categories of beer. I would like to see these guys put out a little bit something different. Yeah. Like I want to go and I, w- I want to get like a really, uh, like a, like a, uh, 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 the German dark, uh, shoot. I'm like to... a Dunkel? Yeah, or... like a Dunkel or, or something like that. Whereas, you know, instead of. Okay, well, here's six different IPAs from six different companies. It's like, okay, well, well but I, uh, what about uh, going to the same brewery and seeing the same beer? Like, um, uh, like let's let's take uh, a local example. Let's look at Rush River. They've had the same lineup since they opened. Yeah, they they have a single seasonal that they switch, but it's the same seasonal every year. What do you think about that? Do you do you get tired of those beers? I I think that's kind of boring, but as long as the beer is good, I'm not going to get tired of it. Okay. And, and I I think, you know, if if you have two or three recipes that are solid and everybody likes them, keep them up there. You got to make your money. But do you think they should do something else as well? Yeah, they could do something else. Okay. They but they don't else. have an actual bar though. Like they just that's just No, they they, they don't have out. a tap room. They only distribute. Yeah. So like I don't think it's I don't like if it, they had a tap room, maybe it'd be a little bit more of a but don't don't you feel like people will get bored of the beer and then move on? Maybe, but like on, at the same time, like for example, I would say that uh, Rush River would be, I think, a good idea, anyways, for them to move on past Rush River and try some other stuff. Yeah. So okay, Matt, what about you? Same question. So do you get sick of the, seeing the same beers all the time? Well, I, I, know, I do. Do you do a lot it, of like brewery hopping or not really? Not really, but think about it as the way when you were first starting. What were you making? I was make well, I, uh, I guess I make I make a lot of the same beers over and over because I can't find the styles anywhere. But like what what kinds of styles? Uh I, I do a lot of uh pale ales, uh bitters, Scottish ales. IPA I, I do a couple of I don't do IPAs very often because there's so many out there. Yeah. Well I just figure well, that's the easiest way to start up a brewery is doing yeah. those ones. The the ones that sell the most. And those are what's selling, so uh, like Sure, you can. A lot of places aren't equipped to do like loggers and stuff like that, yeah. just because it's way more time consuming and everything like that. But I don't know. I don't think it's a bad thing. That's just the way it is at the moment. <laughs> and they are also businesses, so they. No, no, I, I, I understand that they're businesses, but every place has their own pale ale. That's why. That's why Pitchfork is pretty cool because they have the the crate inside the little thing that. Well, and, and, when stuff. it changes up yeah. every time, like keep the same ones but have something special like monthly yeah. or something yeah. like that. 
Well, you got to imagine okay. too. It's like uh, like if Sam Adams stopped doing Boston Lager, it would be the same thing as like Ford stopping. The you know, I, I'm not. I'm yeah. not saying we need to stop uh, like flagships. I'm saying we need to do something besides the flagship. Yeah, is right. my big thing. Right. Dan, what about you? Where do you fall on this? I've never been to a brewery. <gasps> yes, you what? have. You've been to American Sky. You've been to Pitchfork. Those are two breweries, okay. and they, okay. they, they both have uh, very distinct styles. Uh, what what do you think about going to American Sky and seeing the same you know five or four or five beers on tap all the time? Do you ever long for anything different, or are you happy that they do the same beers every time because you know you're going to get? Uh, personally, uh, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, with Pitchfork, uh, they have really good beers. I... From what I'm told, they have a pumpkin ale coming out, and I'm very they do. I'm very couple prone. weeks. Yeah, I'm very prone for pumpkin Those gross beer. Me out. <laughs> what you gross me? Out. <laughs> Excuse me. Pumpkin beers? No, no, leave. thank you. <laughs> you <laughs> uh, no, with uh, with Pitchfork, uh, I like the different varieties of beer they have. I'm really into the Outwitted. It's a more uh, potent alcohol or beer, I guess. Outwitted is good. Yeah, very good. Um, American Sky. I've been in American Sky and. Probably a year and a half, but uh, overall, it's it's good. Um, I'm willing to pay the price that it is. It's this, it's a local beer, and these are very diplomatic answers. I approve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, taking, he's taking a very NPR route, right? He's, he's trying he's to like, latch me. So this week on NPR, uh, we are going to suck brewery dick and. <laughs> <laughs> over over overall uh variety i variety is better is, but is variety a non-issue for you like if if you went to pitchfork uh like say you went to pitchfork every week and they had the same beer every week would you be okay with that uh, or would you want it to change it up so say you or say you went to american sky every week and they had the same beer every week like if if you went to the same place would you want the same beer every week or would would you want them to change it up uh, for me, it, it doesn't really matter. I, uh, if they're willing to make something new, I'll drink it. Okay. Well, I thought the thing okay. with American Sky was the fact that the same beers taste different every week. That is a completely unnamed brewery uh, that we have never talked yeah, about that, before. That is not that one brewery. <laughs> hey, I didn't fuck up this time. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos, we've never said the name of that brewery on air. We haven't? We have not. Oh. <laughs> and we still have not. I guess not. <laughs> Pete? Uh-oh. Where, where do you fall on this? Uh, do, you, do you get sick of seeing, like, the same beers? Like, you go to American Sky and you see a pale ale. You go to Lift Bridge, you see a pale ale. You go to uh, Pitchfork, you see a pale ale. Do you, do you get tired of seeing pale ales? See, I'm not, see, I've been to, uh, you know, the three. I've been to American Sky. I've been to Lift Bridge. I've been to Pitchfork. I think that all three of them have beers that they're perfecting which mm-hmm. is good yeah because yeah. you know they're good you know especially if you hope to distribute like that. right because yeah. if you if you're distributing you have beers in the store people buy them in the store you say oh you can actually go to this brewery and you can have the beer there and people go there and say hey do you got you know i like your your tail gunner you know i like your outwitted you have that in the store or whatever i mean yeah it is not in the store but you go there and say oh cool it tastes just like it was you know when i had it that one time yeah. at somebody's house but the real thing is seasonals I think, um, you know, you have your regular regular beers, that's good. Yep. That's great. People go in, you know, oh, I'll have a tail gunner. That sounds good. But a seasonal, like you get this, your spring 
flavored beers like your blueberries and whatnot. Yeah. You yeah, get yeah. your you know your, your, your fruit ales, flavored beers and your pumpkin your pumpkins in the fall things Octavia like that. That's good. I think breweries need to do that. Yeah. You know, okay. I, I think I agree with what Pete's saying. Yeah. I think you get a fan base off of like your regular stuff, but your seasonal beers is where you show like mm-hmm. your artistry. Yep. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I, I, I will definitely agree with that. Um I really like the uh like pitchfork is is a good model. Like their their tap list is always changing. I kinda like that. That's one but at the same time, a good way to judge a brewery is to go get their pale ale. Yeah. And if you like their pale ale, you're gonna like their other beers because a pale ale is a standard. So you're and saying you... that every brewery should have a pale ale then. But every, see, I but I, I also I, has... I also I also don't agree with that. Right now, it's a good standard because every brewery has one. I'm not necessarily saying that every brewery should have one, but every brewery does. And that's that's a problem when you go to the liquor store. You're like, okay, I want a pale ale. Well, there's 64 different fucking pale ales here. Which one do I, I want? See. And most of them taste the same. God, like the most, most of them taste the fucking same. Because they're all trying to be West Coast pale ales, and so they're all using all using the same hops and the same malts. So you got a lot of Cascade and Centennial, and those citrusy malts or hops, and like the same malt bill, just American malts. So you're getting the same flavor from a different brewery, and I don't know if that's a good a good business model. Don't look at us. Just keep. T- you're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to look at everybody at the table. You guys are having your own conversation about cigarettes. Why do you need to have alcohol on these shows? <laughs> Is it hard? Oh no! <laughs> Just stick it back on there. <laughs> no, I don't think you can stick that back. You gotta, yeah, shove it on. There you go. Well, our chat base seems to agree with Hello. us that okay. everybody should have, like, you should have a few. Beers that are always on the market, yeah. but then you should always expand and have. Okay, but the, uh, uh, so I guess I guess another question branching off of this, Carlos, uh, we're gonna start with you. Right. Is do you think having the same beers, like every brewery having a pale ale, every brewery having a stout, do you think that's good for business, or do you think they should deviate from that and maybe do some more esoteric stuff? Well, the thing is, I would say it is good for business. Like, well, yeah. it is nice to have some esoterics, but like people when they go to uh, like usually if they go to a, pla- th- a place. Carlos, I, I, I need to stop you one second. I love how you sit in chairs. <laughs> yeah, hey, sometimes I sit like this. Carlos just melts into a chair. I don't think he actually sits in it. Like, his ass isn't even on this chair. <laughs> yeah. We keep on touching feet, too. And it's like, ugh. Well, maybe all right. you should give me more foot room. Well, maybe you should stop taking up all All right, room. continue, Carlos. So, uh, where was I at? i just start from the top. All right, so, you know, I think it is good that they have, uh, like, that it is. like they That they have, have the same style? Well, like, basically, nowadays, that is kind of, like, the general style. Is like okay. Just the, that everybody has, like, their pale ales yeah. or, and such. So, and, like, if somebody goes, if you, like, you, like, people, you were saying that people judge, uh, they go to a place and they'll, like, try the pale ale and they'll judge uh, the place on the pale ale. Well, that kind of has, like, expanded on the fact so, so that now, actually, people are looking for the pale ale. So they'll go okay. to the place and they'll look for it. And, like, while it is nice to have some esoterics, you can't fill up your whole stock with nothing but esoterics. Yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose you could, but, I mean, it's not a – you're probably not going to make that much uh, as far as business. Like, I suppose, okay. like, Dogfish had – they have a huge variety of things. All of their oh. beers are esoteric. Mm-hmm. They don't have a standard beer on there. No, but that's a little yeah, bit different. But they've been around for a while. Yeah. 
Dog, so. Yeah, Dogfish is a different kind okay. of company. Uh, Eric, same question. Uh, do you think that doing the same beers as every other brewery is helping or hurting their business? Um, I, that That's kind of tough. It really depends on who you are and what you're making. I mean, because we all know, like, oh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. I mean, that's that's the bomb diggity. Yeah, but but know, SNPA um, is a standard in yeah. Pale Ale and has been for, right, for 20 years. Right, right. Um, um, but that's different than uh, Joe Schmo Pale Ale, right. which is just coming on the market right, right now. And I, I think in, in order for these I don't know if that's a real brewery, and I call dibs on <laughs> Joe Schmo Brewery. Joe company. Schmo, that's terrible. Um, I, I think... In order for you to be competitive, especially in the the market now, with I mean, how many brewers are popping up like every week? I mean, it's yeah. just it's, it's getting so huge. You have to have a little bit of a leading edge, and to me, that would be in your artisanal and your seasonal beers. Yeah. Well, let's uh, say the problem with uh, so many breweries popping up, they're all making a pale ale, IPA, right, right. Uh, like a blonde ale or a cream right. ale, something lighter. Because yeah, it's, it's like, dude, like I can go to the beer store and I'll be like, oh, I think I'm in the mood. The beer store. Dude, we the were beer there. Store. <laughs> we oh, saw a store earlier know, called yeah. The Beer Store. I know that. The uh, Beer Store. Uh, Woodbury. Yeah, in Woodbury. <laughs> that, opens, that opened last week, right? Really? I don't, we didn't go in there. We there? saw it. We're like, we got, or we're it either opened last week or it opens this week. Yeah. I'm going to go. We had too much it's, beer. It's, it's the Four Ferkins <laughs> Beer Store. There is a picture. Picture on my Facebook page of the beer store that was in uh, Dundalk, Maryland, and I was driving down the highway, and you know, there's this big sign on the side of the highway on their building says the beer store, and there is a rainbow, and the arch of the rainbow goes perfectly on top of the beer store. That's because that's where all the fucking leprechauns are. Exactly, that was like the first picture I ever posted. (laughs) That's where the money's at. Matt, uh, same question to you: Uh, Do you think that uh, same beers are helping or hurting breweries? Uh, When I think of the Minneapolis scene. I think a lot of it has to do with uh, what you have in your brew, brew pub, like okay. what makes it interesting to go to. And uh, people like to go and check out new brew pubs, but they're mm-hmm. there mostly to drink their pale yeah. ale or something like that. That's And they're going around. Well, we went to uh, Sisyphus. Sisyphus, yep. Sisyphus the other day. Sisyphus. And they had, uh, if I remember correctly, they had a blonde, a pale, an IPA, and, and an oatmeal a stout. stout. Mm-hmm. An oatmeal stout. And they had a coffee as well, which I think right. was the stout mixed right, which with they, right, coffee. Right, they added the coffee on yeah. the spot. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I, mean, I wasn't particularly fond of any of them, really. I, I wasn't either. But and I, I feel like that that hurt the, the Sisyphus brewing uh industry like or the brewing company in my true. in my eyes because they didn't have anything that made them stand out and the but that was a that really had. nice atmosphere that they yep. had there. no it, the atmosphere was good it was packed i mean people like their beer obviously no yeah 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 <laughs> you know? and ev- everyone loves their local like mm-hmm. i mean i'll talk pitchfork up and down oh, until yeah. you know i turn blue in the face it doesn't mean they're the greatest brewing company in the world, but they're my local, yep. and I know the guys, and, uh, and so I love them. And personally, I still haven't found a beer that I'm absolutely in love with there yet, so yeah. I'm still waiting on that. No, I've, and that's, that's that's another thing, is everyone tries to find the beer that they're in love with. But when I'm talking about you know like pale ales, everyone in their mind knows what a pale ale should taste like, right? And most people, it's Sierra Nevada pale ale. They taste that one, and they're like, okay, this is a pale ale. All pale ales should kind of taste like this. In my head, it's just a lighter version of an IPA. That's, yeah. That's mm-hmm. what's in my head. Yeah. And so if if a brewery can't pull that off, it seems uh, suspect, I guess. But 
at the same time, if they did something, maybe that's not in their wheelhouse. Maybe hoppy beer is not something they should do. See, the maybe only way that I think like... it'd be hurting them is the fact that if they don't do it correctly, that'd be like the thing that's hurting. Okay. Them. Otherwise, I think it doesn't. Hurt it doesn't them at matter all to have that. But no. if they don't do it, like say they're a lager brewery and they're trying to do a pale ale, they should probably just stick to their pilsners and yeah, stuff like yeah. that, and maybe have their like a monthly rotation. Hey, this is our pale ale. Th- this is our ale this month. Yep. And, Okay, Dan. What about you? I know. I know you haven't. You don't have a whole lot of experience in in uh, not necessarily or in breweries, but I'm sure you buy beer, right? I do. That's the thing you do. So when when you go to the store and you Axe see a head. bunch of pale ales, IPAs, and stuff like that, rock? what what do you think? Do you, do you <laughs> go a, towards that is a good beer? <laughs> do you go towards those, or do you go towards something like a pilsner, uh, a uh, porter, or something like that? I uh, I really go for PBR. Yeah. And I'm really tired of people saying you're a hipster because you drink PBR. No, you just this have shitty taste. This isn't time to vent, Dan. No, no, fuck that. No, fuck that. No, actually, this my, is perfect time to vent. My father <laughs> has been drinking that for the past 30 years, and yep. hipsters are are destroying PBR. Did you hear that uh, PBR got bought up by a foreign uh, yeah. company? Yeah. yeah. Are Russian, you going to stop drinking uh, PBR now? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. PBR. <laughs> Milwaukee. Right. Represent. Well, I don't know Wisconsin. if he answered the question, but PBR. And then, <laughs> and then also Miller is getting bought out by uh, Anheuser Busch now. They're they're trying to. Trying they to, haven't yes. yet, which will be insane if they actually do. That'll be terrible. That's a monopoly, right? Uh, Pete, same read question. The, same question. Read the question. All right. Uh, do you think that having the same beers as other breweries is hurting or helping breweries? So, like every brewery having a pale ale is helping or hurting? Well, I mean. I think it's helping because people go there. A lot of people that go to these brew pubs, you know, you have these crazy oatmeal stouts. You have all these crazy IPAs. They're like, oh, what is that? What do you have that's, you know, lighter, easier to drink? People usually recommend a pale ale. Yeah, glasses, bro. I think it's good Okay, to have simple beers. You can perfect a simple beer. And yeah. make it taste good. Like me, I like my oatmeal stouts, but if I find a good lager or a pilsner at a brew pub, oh man, I'm all about that. Yeah. It's yeah, easy to drink, it tastes Pitchfork great. Did have a pilsner for a while there or something? Yeah, oh, their pilsner oh, their, is fantastic. Their pilsner is off that. the charts. And the glass that they serve in is super cool. Yeah. I just like the, the whole pils thing glass is all great. around. Yeah. But I mean, I also think it depends on what the brewery is going for. Because, you know, these yeah. a brewery open up and they'll be like, oh, you know, we're going to do, we're going to do some regular <laughs> beers. Or they might open up thinking... We're going to do some crazy beers because we want to attract the people that yeah, really like the, respect yeah. the artisanal beers. So it just really depends on what the brewery's going for. And okay. What kind of people are going to go there? You mean obviously you want people coming in the door, so you're going to do the things that people beers. recognize, right? And that you'll get them, you know, interested in it. They might try something new. Okay. You know, I like that. Yeah, uh, I I agree with a uh, mix between yours and Matt's. I I think that they need to do. These simple beers, so people recognize them, mm-hmm. especially if that's the time the type of brewery they're doing. But if their pale ale isn't quite up to snuff, I think it will hurt the brewery more mm-hmm. than help it. So if yeah. if they can't, if they if that's not a style that they can do well, I think instead of trying to do that style, they should just axe it off the menu completely and make, uh, say, a Scottish, a uh, an English bitter, and something else as their three flagships instead of trying to do a hoppy American beer. If that's something yep. they can't do, then why do it? 
Yeah. It's like if I if there was a brew pub that only did sours, I'd be in there every single day. Right? But I would be the only one in there. No, I would be there right with you. Well, sours are so good. You, you got to come to, up to Bent with me. Yes. And they have some really good sours on tap right now. Yes. I do agree with your point about how... Uh, Carlos, you keep getting lower in that chair. <laughs> we, can't, we can't see you. <laughs> Carlos, sit the fuck up. Why? I'm not on the camera. I don't have to have good posture. You used to be in the camera. <laughs> you were arm. My arm was in the camera. <laughs> But, Carlos, there's two angles. Yeah. I don't it's, see me in the on Ivy. I can see your knees in one. See, anyways, what were you going to say? <laughs> anyways, uh, like how you go to like a, I go to a beer store and I try to get a... Uh, He's so short. <laughs> I try to get a... Uh, and you know, if I want a sour, like I don't exactly have a huge option, but I have all the options for pale ales. So yeah. it'd be nice if there's like more sours, but... Well, and that, that, that kind of brings me into my uh, other question here. Uh, so we have, we have you know, the standard flagships, which seem to be like pale ale, IPA, uh, a lighter like blonde or lager type beer, and usually a stout or a brown or something darker. What would you like to see as, your fla- as a flagship beer that all breweries started doing? Huh. Just so you would have more options in that. I would style. just go with a. Actually, I'd go with sour, just because of the fact that there's so many different ways it could go. That there's, yeah, there'd be, there's just a huge variety. Oh, sour beers have. are. We need to do the sour sour beer show. <laughs> Problem is that one that we did was still our most expensive show to date. <laughs> <laughs> it was a two hundred dollar show. <laughs> he starts crying. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> I think one that should be at most places is a pilsner. A pills? Yep. Yeah, because I would like would, to see more pills. I think that would get more clientele in mm-hmm. actually because like my dad, for example, he went to the what do you yeah. call it? The, brew, the, the 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 beer fest or the beer the, fest and he was really hoping for some more lagers and pilsners and stuff because the older generation Well I I gave your dad some of my pills and yep. he was okay with it. You didn't care for it. No, uh, not too much. It but was no, a bad think, pills, I'm sorry. I think that should be <laughs> a, a dad pills. I think no, that a should be pill. a oh. <laughs> A thing that is yeah. at more places. I, I would like to see more pills. Um, Eric, what about you? What uh, would you like to see more of? I, I would like to see more beers with more multi-year characters than a lot of... Uh, it seems like a lot of the beers you find are all like hop-centric. Like I want to see more malt varieties. Mm-hmm. I want to taste a little bit more grain and, and deliciousness. Uh, a lot more, more Euro styles. Yeah, more stouts, more darker stuff. Yeah. Um, I think everything that, that we get that everybody's all celebrating and clamoring over, it's all, you know... The, the same thing, basically. Mm-hmm. I would like to see more malt. I like malt. Well, and, and seeing the same thing is something that uh, this show, I feel like, accentuates really well because we try a different beer every show. Oh, yeah, we always But the just... majority of them are pale ales, IPAs. Like, I, I've been trying to get out of that a little bit, does, but it's, it's hard. Does that say something about our show, or does that say something about what kind of beers there are for I, I think buy? I think it more says something about the beers that are available, I, because I if, there, so if there's something esoteric yeah. out there, we pick right. it up, yeah, we and we try, try it. it. Right. But we're 87 shows in, and I haven't done the math yet, and I kind of wanted to go back and see, like... Uh, calculate like what styles we've right. tried, but the majority of them, I think, have been IPAs. I would, mm-hmm. I would probably yep. think so, yeah. And that's just what you. Find but maybe, market. maybe that's also our palate as well. We we kind of grad or like uh, gravitate towards those types of beers. Yeah, if you see like a pale ale that you haven't had before, of course you're going to be like, oh well, I want to. We got we got to stack this up but, next yeah. to the other pale ales right, and right. see how it is. Which I mean is is a good market, I guess, for us. It's a good test for us. 
But as far as just the, what, the beers that are out there, like I said, I want, I want more malty characters. Yeah. You know, I want to taste something more darker malt beers, forward, that, you know, something that's more earthy. Okay. You know. All right. So if I got this right, Carlos wants sours. You want malt forward. Matt wants pills. You want more PBR. Yes. Right, Dan? Yes. <laughs> Man, why can't every beer be PBR? <laughs> that should be the greatest. If every no, but in, in, all seriously, so uh, in all seriousness, uh, Dan, what type of beer would you like to see more of on the market? Like, is there a certain style that you really enjoy that you'd like to see more of? The lighter beers that go down easy? <laughs> oh, fuck light beers. <laughs> no? So, uh, would you like to see more stouts, more heavy stuff? Uh, or not, more of the high ABV? Or? I'm not a real big heavy. I'm not a real big IPA kind of guy. I tried Sierra Nevada. I didn't like it. It's too hoppy. The, 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 the pale ale or yeah, the IPA? The IPA. The okay. IPA. Um, the torpedo. There is a beer that I cannot figure out. I had it maybe three years ago at Dick's Bar in Hudson. Um, it was actually a peppermint. Really? Kind of beer, yeah. And I can't, I don't know. What kind of beer it is. All right. Well, we'll put it out to the internet. Guys, if you can figure out what kind of beer that is, yep. let Dan know so he can find it again. Yep. What, 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 like, Describe the beer. So it was. It had peppermint? Uh, it had peppermint. Was it lighter, darker it was, in color? It was darker. It was... Uh, so like a peppermint stout? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it had a it had a good mint flavor to it, and the bartender said they were serving it only during the week of Christmas. So it was the 21st through, like, the 27th of the time. Okay. Was it left-hand peppermint patty? I don't know. That actually sounds really good. Left-hand makes some good shit. Left-hand does. Or mancato. Though I, I had a uh, peppermint stout from an unnamed brewery that tasted like the dentist office. <laughs> Didn't I think hand? I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> because I described it the same way. Like, I was chewing on a... Dentist, surgical glove a dentist or something glove that was inside somebody's mouth. That's, that's freaking disgusting. That's, Didn't, uh, it was brutal. Hand also make a pepper, pepper thing too. Maybe it had like a bunch of buildings on the sides of it. It looked like something out of like Israel, Bethlehem. Type. That seems like something we'd put on the wall if we had tried it. I don't see it up there. That was like possible. when you guys first moved in here. I bought a bunch oh. of different left hand stuff. It's possible. Left Hand makes some really good stuff. I like. I I'm really happy with that brewery. Um, okay, uh, Pete, what kind of beers would you like to see more? Obviously, see, I, uh, I'd like to see more sours. Um, they're harder to do. Not many they are. Do they're, they're they're definitely harder to do, and the time commitment mm-hmm. is a lot more. You're looking at a year and, minimum for a lot of them. And you have to have specialized equipment too. You don't really have to specialize equipment. Well, you just have it separate equipment. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, but that's but, what I'm saying. But mainly, I'd say nitro stouts or anything. It doesn't anything necessarily have nitro? to be nitro, but nitro stouts just—they always get me. I mean, yeah. Have Have you had a bunch of like? Have Have you had anything off of like a beer engine off of a cask? I don't know what that means. All right, so uh, you, well, you you know what a cask is, right? Pitchfork has a cask every has a cask every week. The firkin, tap, the firkin, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, yep. that's a cask. So a beer engine is something that pulls something out of like pulls the beer out of the cask. It's like a pump. And then a lot of them will put a uh, what's called a sparkler on the end of the at the end of the beer engine, and that'll give it a nitro like character without any nitro. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I want all the nitro though. Yeah. I have to give I, it a shot. I I I fell in love. I was at I was in Eau Claire or not Eau Claire. I was in Duluth, and I had uh, 
Fitgers. Fitgers oh, yeah. Star Pale Ale off the off the beer engine. And my God, that changed my life. It Did was it? amazing. Hmm. I've been to Fitgers, but I didn't have that. Oh, it was so good. So good. I bought three pints. And then I stole a barrel. But that's... <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're not listening. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, no, I I would like to see a lot more uh, English styles. Um, you don't see a lot of bitters in the U.S. Uh, English bitter is one of my favorite styles of beer. It's not, it's it's more of the multi side with uh, just enough bitterness to uh, balance it out. So like you you hear bitter, and I feel like most Americans go straight to pale ale, but it's more like a mild pale, right? Right. Uh, and lower carbonation, usually served off of cask or a beer engine. And those those traditional styles I like to see more of. I, I agree with that. Uh, sours also I'd love to see more of, but that's more of a personal thing where I love a good sour beer. Oh, sour beers are so good. But I feel like there could be a... Oh, Whoa, did somebody just say, did a robot voice just say they're going to terminate us because of inactivity? I don't know what that means. Well, I shit. Don't know what uh, but I, I feel like uh, those English styles would appeal to a, a bigger audience here yeah, in the I U.S. Th- I think so, Because too. they're not overly hoppy. No. And I feel... Like especially when I'm sitting at a bar talking with somebody, I'm like, "Oh, what kind of beer do you like?" Well, I don't like the dark beers. And anytime somebody says I don't like dark beers, I immediately think they don't like hoppy beers. Yeah, right. Because they've tried them; they're too bitter. Right. Which Matt was the same way. He hated bitter beers for the longest time. I still don't like dark beers though. Like that Scottish ale is all right. Is it? Is it too dark, dude? But dark beers have all the flavors in them. I though. could care I mean, less about that. I don't, but melanoidins and stuff like that, I don't really care about. I like I like something lighter that I can drink a lot of. And session ales would be another thing. Uh, a lot of European beers they come in at that four and a half, four yeah. percent range, where you could drink three, four pints of them before starting to you know get okay. I should probably stop. A lot of American beers, you get them. They're you know. Six, seven, eight percent. You can have one or two, and you got to stop if you want to actually do anything for the rest of the day. You know, when you say that with like the sessions, I think America could benefit from more of like um, like sessions or saison types, where you're usually using like the char- characteristics of what's around you, what's local. You know, like something like that would be would be freaking give like give, the yokel. Get give yeah, yokel's yokel's yeah, good, yeah, but it's like not that, local. But um, yeah, no, yokel's good, but no, give me a four and a half percent English bitter, or even let's let's make a new style, an American bitter. Yeah, so, that's so, something that you can go like four to, four and a half yeah, percent, and you can buy pictures of or whatever and share with your friends. Like they have, I mean those the, like those kinds of beers made with local ingredients. Yeah. They're they're huge in like British pubs, you know, like stuff like that. Is that like you can actually drink more than one of. Yeah, right. That that would be awesome. That would but be I I feel like I I don't know if that would do great in America because we have such a culture around just getting hammered. Right, I mean, people yeah. That's like the goal. nobody goes to a bar just to have a pint anymore. It's all oh, let's go to the bar, get drunk. Fear, exactly. I think that's. Uh, but I, I would rather I, go to the bar, have a couple of pints, and then go home. Well, I think that's the difference too between like, uh, like the, uh, well, we'll use like the UK as an example and the American culture. It's like we're like, 
oh, let's go to the beer, get party, we'll get totally ripped, dude, and we'll be so drunk. But this is something that they do like five nights out of the week. You know, there's babysitters yeah. in the UK that specifically only babysit kids for like two hours while the parents go to pubs. You know, yeah, like because well, that, that's where all the social yeah, and that's happens. Where the social stuff happens, and they have those kinds of beers like you're talking about. Yeah, like here, you know, a and lot that's of, that's the standard there yeah. instead of you right. know. We go to a bar and we're getting, you know, a six, seven percent pint. Right, right. And then we're like, we're going to back it up with a shot of whiskey. Right, yeah. And then we're going to back that up with another drink of beer or another, another pint of beer. beer. And, then, and then another two shots of whiskey. And then and we're going to go to Denny's. If we remember the night, we fucked up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I like the idea of you just go, you have your meal, a few pints, and then you go home. I like that. That makes more sense to me. And that's why I like when I when I'm brewing, I personally brew the lighter ABV beers. I I agree with that. Does anybody else have anything they want to say on the subject? No, absolutely not. No. All right. Well, then we'll start wrapping up the show here. Okay. We'll start wrapping. It up. I'm. I'm <laughs> sorry. I had to turn that <laughs> and shit we're down. We're starting. Now. We're starting now. All right. Uh, well, don't forget, you guys, you can listen live every Saturday at blindnessstudios.com slash live or youtube.com slash blindnessstudios. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, show ideas, you can send those to feedback at blindnessstudios.com. And remember, we are off next week. There is no show next week. We'll be back the week after with a delightful discussion about something really interesting, I'm sure. Carlos, if people want to support us, how can they do that? Well, there's both the Patreon, uh, where you can uh, just uh, give us as little as a dollar a month to help support us, and there's also Amazon affiliate links. Links to both of those are on our website. Okay, uh, what is Patreon? Well, if they haven't figured it out by now, they haven't been listening, but it's... uh, Well, we always have to assume that somebody is listening for the first time Uh, right now. A new viewer. But we don't have You're my favorite viewer, you new viewer, right, you... So you just uh, go on Patreon. You uh, can give us a dollar a month. You give us $5 a month. So Patreon is like a recurring tip jar yes, where you that. give us something and we give you something in return. It's like Kickstarter but ongoing. And you're, But you, of course, get the stuff for free either way. But you're just helping us uh, run yes. this stuff. Wait a minute. Yeah. I'm confused. What's Amazon? So if you want to do an Amazon affiliate link, you basically go to our homepage. Grab Carlos is pissed now. Uh, <laughs> uh, you you uh, you click on the Amazon link. Do your regular Amazon shopping, and then when you check out, Amazon gives us a, a little kickback of whatever you ordered. So it helps us out. It doesn't take really any time out of your day except an extra click through on your way to Amazon, and it's fantastic. Uh, if you have any feedback on this show or any of other shows, go ahead and send us an email at feedback at blindestudios.com. If you uh, go ahead and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Studios or follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Goodbye. Goodbye.